for the screen here what the hell's happening with his hair there we go all right welcome back everybody it's your favorite show about discoursing it's obstacle discourse with davis and chase over here is me i'm matt that's josh and his cat hey matt (laughs) what was that was the delay there i I don't know matt have i ever told you the bear joke before oh boy here we go sure here we go okay bear walks into a bar it's a little odd. Okay, you say itself, the bear joke. There are a thousand bear jokes. So. No, no, no. This is this is the definitive bear joke. All right, bear walks into a bar. Seems odd, but stick with me. Okay. Walks up to the bar. Says to the bartender, uh, "Hey, barkeep, I'll have a uh, gin and tonic." <laughs> the bartender goes, "What was with the pause?" The bear goes, "I'm a bear." That's 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 a good joke, Josh. That's a good one. Uh, you know. I used to do stand-up. I don't know if I, you knew that before, but I'm a bad I didn't joke, know that. But I'm a bad joke teller, like street jokes like yeah. that. Like I've, I was never good at it. Like I feel like I'm – You don't have the delivery? You lack in the delivery? No, I think I have the delivery. I just think I'm just not – like I don't tell – like some people tell a really good story. I, I'm not one of those people. I'm good at talking what? to other people, like a conversation. This is – I do well with the interview thing, but I'm not like this guy can spin a yarn. Some people can. Hey, listen. Send me your tape. My buddy Corey owns the Comedy Connection, Rhode Island. You've been there. We'll we'll get you some stage time. I, I do not want stage time. I, that's not that like, wasn't the goal of this. Every every internet star podcaster wants stage time. Come yeah, on, man. They 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 do. That's why I'm retired. That's why I hung up my cleats. Many you could do Matt B. Davis's live podcast Saturday nights at the Comedy Connection. That would be amazing. We'd get four people. That's fine. Two of them four would. People. It, it actually would be you, Molly, Mike, and Caitlin. That would be the four people. I can't, I can't make it. I'm sorry. Okay, then three people. <laughs> Josh, I bet you're wondering how I got that episode up yesterday. Uh, I'm not, but I, I get the feeling you're going to tell me anyway. Why don't you ask me where it was? Ask me where the file was. All right. Hey, Matt, where, where, where was the lost episode file? Exactly where it was supposed to be. Okay. All right. You just looked right past it. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a machine gremlin situation. But, but I mean, you heard my frustration. You, you, I did. You know that at one point it was in fact lost, and then I was looking for something else, and there it fucking was. There it was. And I was so excited. I didn't even tell you. I just put it up. Ta-pow. And listen, we got a great Q and A episode out of it. So we got two solid, solid episodes. Yeah. And I want to warn people. Let our friend Chrissy be a lesson to you. She's like, oh, man, I'm so excited. 75-minute episode. And then, oh, no, 30 minutes in, Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> and then she messaged like an hour later, oh, wow, that was an amazing episode. The last 20 minutes were, were gold. So never leave. Yep. Never leave during Game of Thrones talk. You, you didn't do it enough justice. She said, lost episode is one of the best. The last 25 minutes was classic comedic Davis and Chase. Well, there you go. That's a Yelp review like I've never heard before. Josh, we are screaming towards the final Game of Thrones episode. I started the final season last night. I think I even finished episode one. There's only six. By the time we talk next, barring injury of my eyes, we will be done. And then we can ask all the questions. Nothing like a tragic eyeball injury to to disrupt your Game of Thrones viewing. Let me ask you a question first. I saw, I believe on the gram... Did you post a picture of an injured ankle? Are you are you injured right now? Have, where have you been, Josh? I clearly you have not brought it up on this show or in text messages, of which I got a lot from you and Doctor L this morning. Matt is the master of just line, 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 line. That's how I. That's in, how I. That's how in, I talk. In, in what could be one sentence, he gives me five lines. Um, At one point, I threw the phone under. Now I'm I'm in bed still. Face down in the mattress, not awake, and my phone is like ding. Okay, that's one. I can ignore that. Ding. Fuck. Ding. Ding. God damn it! I think at one point I took the phone and put the pillow on top of it. Right. Well, uh, not my fault. You haven't learned how to turn notifications off when you go to bed. That's how well, I talk. I need, that's how I, I think. need the alarm on. J- Josh, am I gonna have to explain to you how how this works? I wake up with an alarm, 
every single morning. I do not have notifications on. Do I need to explain this complicated process to you here in Tech Corner? No, you okay. don't. Okay. My wake up time is 7 a.m. So once that happens, all notifications, everything are back on. So I should have been up. It's really what it came down to. I was just enjoying some extra sleep that you Kool-Aid manned your way out of. Well, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but it's possible to get texts without a loud ding with or without notifications on, with or without airplane mode on, Josh. So again, like well, – Obviously, no, Matt. I'm, not, you don't – listen, you're preaching You're to forcing the me to do choir. this because you're like, well, I have to set my law. I'm like, Josh, I get messages from my friend Dirk in the middle of the night. They don't wake me up. You know why? Because I don't fucking have anything on except the alarm. Dirk lives in okay. fucking the other side of the world. Okay. So tell us again how you lost a podcast episode right where it was. <laughs> shout out to Shout out to Dirk. Who I interviewed recently on this program. What up, Dirk? So uh, I wake up Saturday morning, and I am uh, pretty famous for saying I'm going to get up and run early on Saturday, uh, and then I don't. I get out to the trails about nine. If it's a faraway trail, maybe ten, um, which is not ideal for doing long miles. But I've just accepted that about myself. Like I don't like I'm just you know I'll get up early on race day. Other days I'm not such in a hurry to get up uh, early, yeah. especially especially when I'm staying up late watching Game of Thrones. So. Um, I am at Sweetwater State Park by, I think, 8.30. It is 44 degrees. It's almost perfect, right? Like a little little warmer is okay, but like you can start yeah. with, you don't need tights. You just have your regular layers and go. Although I was like, you know, I was, I was doing my, my, my butt raises and I was a little chilly. But I'm excited, man. Um, Are the butt raises a routine? Every run oh, for yeah. you? Every, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-run? You do the butt raise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Activate them glutes. Okay. Do you do it at the park? Are you laying down in the parking? Yeah, because if I race? because if it's a twenty minute drive, then I've you know then I've and then I go rest right. So I, I usually do it at the park. I'll sometimes bring the gun too. Like I'll do the gun. I love that goddamn gun. Mm, oh, it's yep. so great. Right. So uh, and I start my run, and I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do twelve miles, and it's gonna be the great last easy breezy trail run I do before uh, before this race. And I've been on this course a thousand times. And I somehow am seeing parts of the trail I have not seen before. I'm like, did I make a wrong turn? Like, what, what, what's happening? And I actually open all trails uh, to see, like, is this new? Like, what is happening? And um, uh, I step and roll my left ankle so bad that if you were anywhere near me, you would think an animal was just either shot or caught in a trap. Oh, meaning the noise you made. Correct. Okay. The yelp that came out of me. <laughs> now, I've I've rolled my ankle like like, you know, a little bit of a roll and you know what that feels like and I've rolled it bad and this was a bad. I was fucking like I was in a lot of pain and I was immediately really scared. I was like, did I fucking break it? What the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm just like, fuck and ow and fuck. And then I eventually go, okay, can I walk on it, right? And I'm kind of hobbling. And in my mind, this is like, this is the stupid, you know, race brain, training brain, whatever is like, well, I'm going to keep going. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, what's a broken leg? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's a, it's a five mile loop and there's a spot l- literally that says two and a half. Like I know exactly where that is. And I'm like, well, where am I now? Okay. I'm at a mile and a half. All right. Well, if I keep going, if I walk it, I'll be like, I'm doing all this math in my head about like when it's worse to turn around. And the correct answer was turn around immediately, walk, go home. Like that's the right answer because right. you have a race in a week. But I walk on it all the way up into this part. There's another – there's a split and the split goes over the super like you're basically climbing over rocks and stuff. And I'm like, OK, there's no way my ankle is going to be able to handle that. So Jeff was meeting me. I walked back and he, that's, he met me towards the end. Like I can't run today. And he's like, well, you just want to walk with me? We'll just I'm just going to shoot some stuff with the GoPro. We'll catch up. We'll talk. I'm like, yeah, sure. Again, the answer should have been no. I'm going to go home and look at this. But I didn't. And so we walked another whatever, um, another, let's say, two miles, like mile out, mile back. And at that point, you know, I can walk. Like I can feel it, but I'm walking. Yeah. I'm, I'm hobbling. <clears throat> I get home, take the sock off, and my ankle is this big. And then I'm really scared immediately because my race is in a week at this point. Um, so yeah, so, um, we talked about some of this on the discord. I feel like that's why maybe you, maybe you missed it. Um, I might've missed it. I was away for the weekend. It's okay. Um, so I immediately call my, my coach slash PT Danny and we're, we're talking back and forth. And, um, so yeah, so, uh, I still elevated it for first 
48 hours and then yesterday wrapped it and then today I'm going to get a brace and like I have like I had kind of zero range of motion like I can only do this the first day audio listeners were going up and down I could not like do this no dorsiflexion no dorsiflexion I can now do that um, and it is a little still fat I think I will be okay right like the goal at this point is get to the start line however um as we discussed last week, my goal is not to limp to the finish line. I, I would like to run and enjoy this race. So um, I would like to do more than just get to the start line. But yeah, that's where I, that's where it's at, Josh. All right. Good to know. Have you tried that? Um, I don't believe in pseudoscience, but sometimes it helps. Have you tried that weird thing where you like wrap the portion of your body really tightly with an elastic band and you kind of cut off the circulation for a little bit and then you unwrap it and you let the blood flow back, back to it? The CrossFitters do it a lot with like their hamstrings and stuff. Um, surprisingly worked really well for me during Ragnar. I had did the same thing to my ankle and you just literally you take one of those bands and you just super tight wrap it around your ankle until it's like almost too uncomfortably tight. Right. And then you let it go and the blood like rushing back. It's probably just placebo. Like it feels better because the blood's shooting right. into your, your foot. Right. But, I mean, that's essentially uh, what you're doing with the, with the ice anyway. Right. Just, just you more, should, um, just more severe. Inject some stem cells. Just, I, I would love to. I would love to eject some stem snails. Get some platelet-rich plasma up uh, in there. But I didn't even walk. I didn't even come to the office yesterday because I wanted to just minimize like any movement on it. Yesterday, I finally went for a little 15-minute uh, walk with Emma. Um, like I can feel it, and I, I think I'll be fine, Josh. I'm thinking positively. You'll be all right. But I'm not. The adrenaline, the adrenaline will take care of you on, on Saturday. Well, at least the beginning. Um, but I'm just more concerned about the chance of like – just retweaking it like a couple miles yeah. in and then it's sucking. So uh, let's not even mention that again, Josh. Let's not even mention that. Yeah, that's why I didn't even do that. I didn't even post. I wasn't going to post pictures of my ankle. I wasn't going to just like be talking about you, it a lot. You don't want to manifest it. Just just, just laying low and uh, doing that thing. So there was something else I was going to talk about before you did that. I got to pull up my notes here yeah. now. Ch- chances are it was Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, I have, a lo- I have a lot of... Well, first of all, you didn't respond. Speaking of dinging sometimes you don't respond to me which i take very personally so then i message you on facebook <laughs> well sometimes i am busy i would just like to point out that last week or the week before he was so concerned that i didn't respond to him he actually messaged molly now molly is a teacher <laughs> and it was during the work day and he's like where's josh molly's like i don't fucking know he's at home josh <laughs> i'm we working had, we had a call and you weren't responding i was trying to wake you up i was hoping she would say i'm right next to him i mean to wake him up yeah totally at like 8.30 a.m. She's at home, not at school, working I, I, where her I, job I, is. Well, I learned that when she messaged me back. I'm at school. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Uh, um, so, What did I not respond to that hurt you deeply? Um, we could have a Game of Thrones draft where you pick your team. I think this is a great idea. Maybe it's done before. I don't care. This, I, this was a good idea. I will just point out that I was away for the weekend. I'll send you my schedule going forward so that you know um, <laughs> that I actually was. I was quite literally on top of one of the New Hampshire 4,000 footers. And I got a message from Matt. Episode idea. Game of Thrones draft. <laughs> and I saw it on my watch. I was like, that's a pretty good idea. And I continued. And Molly, Molly even said at one point, doesn't he know you're away with your girlfriend this weekend? <laughs> Clearly he didn't. I forgot. Because if I know someone's like busy, busy, like I'll like, like Dario, I send emails to all the time because it's like, Dario, I know you're listening because I'm like, he'll answer this later whenever. Dario, on the, on the other hand, texts me all the time and I either ignore it or say, please email because he'll text me work related questions that like I'm out on a run or it's going to get buried in texts. I'm just, I'm so used to talking to you all the time. I guess that's why he is too. Anyhow, so I'm going to put a call out there. If it's just two people, it won't be as fun. So um, maybe, maybe four people. Because uh, you don't want to dilute it too much. Um, and uh, How do we determine who the winner is? Well, that's the thing. You kind of don't. Just have you just debate. sort of have your team. You just sort of have your team at the end and feel good about it. Uh, and I've got some rules, ideas I have for it. But essentially, you pick a guy, I pick a guy or gal, and uh, we go from there. I really like this idea. So we'll, we'll stand by. I like we'll, this idea, too. We'll stand by on that one. Let's go back to the um, – but I, I have some we'll other do questions. do that as a holiday episode. Uh, um. Okay, my notes are Game of Thrones draft idea, missing episode, upcoming 50K. We already covered both of those, and so now we're going to go straight into my Game of Thrones questions. Josh? Again, stay tuned after the, after the conversation, because the phrase of pays could be anywhere. Paper. Josh, the White Walkers are finally on the move, right? S- yes. Start of season eight. They're coming, right? Yeah. Right? They are coming. And we've known for a couple seasons they are coming. 
right? We've like, known the, literally the entire run Well, of the, the show. first they were revealed in the first episode, very very first episode, but I'm saying it's they're they're really coming now. The question is uh what have they been waiting for? Like they've if they've existed and nobody's seen them for all these years, what were they waiting for? They quite literally couldn't get past the wall, Matt. That's the whole premise of the wall. They couldn't get past it. Right, but they were already coming before they got, spoiler alert, their own dragon. They were already on the move. The dragon just made they it had, easier for them. Yeah, yeah. they had started the, the rolling rolling rally of White Walkers. Right. <laughs> yes. So what were they waiting for all this time? Well, they're, see, they're very slow, Matt, because they're zombies. <laughs> so it just it took them a little while to walk. They are, the, they are the White Walkers. They're not the White, white Runners. Run, got it. Okay. So it, just, it just took them a bit. Okay. How about that scene with the dragon when he takes down the wall? Actually, let's go back. How about the scene where the Night King just straight up fucking spears that dragon out of the sky? Pretty impressive. You were like, holy shit. And then, this could be trouble. This could be trouble. Right. This, this could be trouble. And then the final scene where they are hauling him out of the water, you're like, this is not going to go well. And then, boom, blue eyes open. You're like, shit. This could be, this could so, be trouble. I got a nitpick, Josh. Hate to do it. Hate to do it. Hate to do it. Amazing scene, right? They go back to the White Walkers. They're slowly... These chains are coming out of the water. You know what's going on. Oh yeah. And then as his head comes out, you're like, you it starts to your brain starts to tinker. Like, oh shit, he's going to be a fucking White Walker. However, what do we know about the White Walkers? What do we know? They're they 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 can't survive in water. Correct. Fire? Correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> how did they? How did they wrap massive chains around the dragon in the first had place. this same out loud conversation with molly when this happened i was like right, josh do they have scuba white walkers that we're not aware of like where do they get this large chain from first off well that's just you know you gotta that goes with the territory right yeah you gotta suspend disbelief okay all right now uh i know somewhere i guarantee all of the internet are are game of thrones family trees however I'm not at the end. I don't want to spoil it. I know some people get spoiled, so I don't look up anything. The one time I did, I saw Cersei naked. So um, <laughs> it's been a good policy of mine to have, right? Oh, by the way, how that was that was pretty awesome. How about how about that? How about the complete destruction of uh, of the entire uh, the septum of the entire Citadel thing? Oh my! Yeah. Not Citadel. What's it called? It's called the septum. The septum. Um. That whole scene from honestly, the, the soundtrack of that scene is something that I go back and listen to because like just something about that track as the whole thing is unplaying and the poor guy is crawling to the, to the candle to blow it out before it blows the whole thing apart. I don't think poor guy, fuck that fucking guy. Fuck, uh, Lancelot, whatever his name is, Lancel, Lancel Lannister. Um, when you see the little candles burning, you're like, oh, 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 it's going to be so good. And then Marjorie says, um, you know, you know, she's having having the conversation and he's like, well, then she'll suffer the consequences. And she's like, the queen knows That means she's not going to be suffering the consequences. And then I thought, oh, well, clearly he's going to get it. Like clearly the the septum uh, is going to get it, right? The the high septa. But I did not know that, in fact, everyone was going to get it. So again, the thing they do, the show does best, you're reeling. Your brain is reeling. Hey, fuck, we just lost everybody. What does this mean? Who's going to be the thing? And then, oh, here comes little Tommen. Doop, 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 doop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I turn to Stacy, who's not even watching because she's on her phone. I'm like, Stacy, he's he's gonna jump. He's, he's gonna jump. Boo. He didn't even he didn't even jump. He just like <laughs> so good, so good, um, so good. Um, Have you is um is uh don't say anything. Okay, it's the end of season seven, so you can just look up to everything up to season seven. I told you to, to be sure to do a refresher. Well, I did, but now you said something else, so I want to bring it up. So Marjorie's grandmother. Lady she's already Tyrell? gone. She's already gone too. Okay, and you. So you found out what happened with her, right? Well, I think we knew all along that she that she's the one who poisoned Jav. We already knew that. Uh, I don't. I don't think we really knew that. But what a fantastic scene that was. Also, that woman just passed away. God rest her soul. But man, can she deliver the c word in like the most prominent way? It was great. So, so when it happened, when when Littlefinger was talking to Littlefinger or Varys was talking to somebody about. Like, you know, we've got these new friends, and then it flashed to uh, the grandmother, yeah. 
so that was like, oh, they're the ones behind it. Like, that, see, I never put that together back. Oh, well, there you go. Well, there you go. Back Matt in the day, da- Matt Davis picking up, uh, picking up big hints back. Picking up cues. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes there's stuff and you don't pick it up, and then later you kind of maybe do. Um, right. <clears throat> but here's the thing. I thought was I supposed to think? I thought Marjorie was playing the long game the whole time. I thought Marjorie was was putting on a show the whole time, and she was going to eventually. And then she sneaks her mom something. She sneaks her something. She shows her a picture of a rose. Like, what was all that? Was she going to eventually come out? Yeah, I don't. I feel like they sort of unraveled that story right at the beginning. She she was in for the long game with Joffrey, and then she just kind of bounced from person. So she went from what Renly Baratheon first, that poor guy, <clears throat> then went to Joffrey. Then she married Tommen, right? For a short period of time. Like, right, but then when she's ca- but then when she's captured and she's like, No, I've seen the error of my ways, and I'm like, Oh, she's like they show her reading the Bible, and it's like, oh, she's really working him. Like she's gonna eventually get out of this. So then when her brother starts getting his head carved, I'm like, Oh, you're doing it wrong. Like you're you're <laughs> you're going too far. Um, and then they all end up getting killed anyway. So it was like it was all for naught. But was I supposed to think that when she was reading the Bible, that was real? Like she really had seen the error of her ways? I, d- I didn't buy into that at all. I, th- I think it was like her only out. To be honest, it was either that or the way of the sword. I just kept thinking she was going to eventually get out and be like, okay, now I can do what I want. Um, uh, how you know? I think one of the best things about this show, and we will get into it with our exciting draft. Um, one of the things best about this show is. Um, uh, it is the atypical, here are the good guys, here are the bad guys, right? And we've got all these shows in the last 10 years of the anti-heroes, right? Of Walter White and Tony Soprano and ever, but never has there been a show where there's so much sort of ambiguity on all sides. I remember at one point, you know, Rivers watching with me, and he even said, he said, is that a good guy? And I was like, hmm, is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> right? Like, th- there's few and far between, quote unquote, good guys, Right. You know what I mean? Like Jon Snow, good guy, right? After good that, guy. after that, it's a pretty Ned, short list. Ned Stark, good guy. Right. After that, pretty much end of list, right? Everybody's got different levels of whatever going on. Um, oh, and also Littlefinger just got his. That was also amazing, right? Because you were really like, good. why? Because I was going to be really bummed. I'm like, come on, Sansa. You can't turn on You can't turn really on your, on your sister. Like, come on, man. Don't be this stupid. And then she fucking whoosh, pulled it out. That was pretty Um. So yeah, so Jack's, Jack River now always asks that. He climbs into bed and he's like, he's like, basically, who are we rooting for? Right? He wants to know who to root for. <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, my uh, tiniest child is watching Game of Thrones with me, and I block his eyes a lot, or it just gets to be too much, and he just leaves the room because it's it's too much. Um, man, am I loving the show? Screaming towards the finale, I, I feel like a sadness is, is is coming my way. There will be a hole inside of you that'll be difficult to fill once this show has ended. Yeah, and once you know, your watch has ended. Oh, that's and again, that was one of the best lines ever when he was like when he was when he left after he like you know was killed and he's like, yep. like I'm out of here and they're like what are you what are you gonna do he's like my watch has ended I'm John Snow John Snow why are you fighting about <laughs> who's king and who's leading who we're all gonna fucking die uh, is there anything else oh I have another question for you um, okay. Okay, so as I was saying, I'm sure there's lots of there's lots of trees that I can go look at that I'm afraid to look at now. But this big reveal, right? First, the three-eyed ravens saw it, what was going on, and you see young Robert, right? And you know it's Robert because he's got the hair, the side hair going on. Yeah. And he sneaks up, and who is that he's visiting? You're talking about Rhaegar and Le- Leanna Stark? Yes. No, but but but... Rob Stark goes to visit her. Rob climbs up to the tower and visits. Ned Stark goes to visit her. Ned yeah. Stark. Who was I say? Yeah. Ned Rob. goes. Ned goes up, and who is that that he's visiting? That he is impregnated. That's that's Ned's sister. That's, that's Lyanna Stark. That's Lyanna. Lyanna. Yeah. Lyanna's the crazy one. Well, she married Rhaegar Targar- Targaryen, so I think she's considered a little crazy at that point. All right. So let me let me. Is, I might st- not even have this, but this is how I've understood isn't her it for stomach, years. Isn't her stomach bloody? Isn't she going to die? Well, yeah, she's giving birth and that she dies in childbirth and then she gives the baby to Ned and is like, take care of this baby. But you said, but you said Leanna, Leanna is the crazy one that gets thrown through the roof later. Not Leanna. Uh, that's Liza. Liza. See how Liza? confusing this is? Yes. Um, but yeah, if you want to pull so up, Leanna if you want to pull up a, uh, a, a tree of a tree while we're talking, why don't you do that? And then, and then you'll be like, oh, Alan, right. can you pull me up the, uh, <laughs> 
the Rhaegar family or the Targaryen family tree, please. Okay, I've got one here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Lysa. Le- Lysa. Lysa. Okay. So he that's, impreg- that's the girl who went through the moon door. Right. So Lysa went through the moon door. Okay. Who did he who did he impregnate? Okay. So Lyanna, who is Ned Stark's sister, Lyanna Stark married Rhaegar Targaryen. Rhaegar is the brother of Viserys and Danny. Okay. Mad King's three kids. Rhaegar, Viserys, Daenerys. Jesus. Rhaegar has a baby with Lyanna because they were married. They have Jon Snow. At the time, he was going to be Aegon. They said, keep it secret, right? Because he's going to get killed by the Lannisters. The Lannisters were out killing all of the Targaryens because the they King. have a rightful claim to the Iron Throne, right? So they keep the secret, and Ned takes Jon Snow as his own bastard child, says, this is mine, and he burdens that... And that's the thing you don't really get, right? He burdens that with his own wife when it's not really true, right? It's not really his kid. Um, so Jon Snow is Aegon Targaryen, and we don't learn that until your buddy Sam, just useless lump up until season six, finds some scroll or letter talking about him being Aegon. I like how they don't believe Bran, the kid who can see through through time and space with a third eye. They don't believe him. Like, no, we don't believe that guy. But poor Sam goes and reads a scroll in a basement from a thousand years ago. They're like, oh, yeah, now I believe you. So, well, the two together, the go. two together make it. So you, 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 I'm still completely fucking lost, Josh. Okay. How are you lost? It's very simple. Ned Stark's sister married Rhaegon Targaryen. They had a baby. That baby is the rightful heir to the Iron Throne because it's a Targaryen. And that was Jon Snow. And that scene that we saw a couple times where Ned goes upstairs to see her, she's all bloodied in the stomach. She's dying as she gives birth to Jon Snow. And she says to him, protect this baby. Don't let anybody know. What is their relationship to each other again? Their brother and sister, Lyanna Stark and Ned Stark. Their brother and sister. Yes. And who's Lysa? Lysa is House Aaron. Totally unrelated. She's Caitlyn Stark's sister. She's Catelyn Stark's sister. Yes. Catelyn Stark. Not Caitlyn, as in Caitlyn Ritter, Caitlyn Stark's sister. Okay, correct. Um, okay, okay, Josh. But then, so let me let me tie it then, back. But Just, then they say, but then they say the marriage was annulled. There's this whole thing about that. That's the part that threw me off. Uh, well, it was official at the time. Official enough. No, the 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 the, the annulment was what made it. That's the note that he found. In the that's the note that he found up in up at the Citadel that made it important. Right. So that it's essentially just looping it back, right? They were married, had the baby. They were married when they had the baby. Right. So there you go. Rightful heir. At which point, not only was he annulled, Rhaegar married Elia Martell, which is why Oberon went after the mountain, said, you raped and killed my sister, right? Right. That whole story. So her kid with the Targaryen was the one that Tywin, like, bashed against a wall and killed so like you raped and killed my sister and their kids so because again the lannisters were just wiping out all of the targaryens they wanted the iron throne and they were going to kill anybody that had a rightful claim to okay this brings me to another point okay when we first meet uh what's the grandfather tywin tywin lannister we first meet tywin he's just being rich and on the battlefield and chilling out right and then it's like, oh, by the way, like I'm going to – then he eventually rolls into King's Landing. His horse takes a big shit on the floor and he walks in and it's like, I'm fucking in charge here. Like, yeah, my grandson is the king, but I'm the shit, right? But – King shit. But, but for all of that to take place, Robert had to be brought uh, – sorry, uh, Nedard had to be brought to King's Landing in the first place as the hand. Then – uh, then Robert the King had to die. Like, what was going to happen if all that didn't happen? Like, wh- like it, it seems like the Lannisters' whole goal was we're going to ascend to the throne, but all those things had to happen for that to happen. You understand what I'm saying? Like, the Lannisters were, would just be the richest people. They were still the richest people, but then then they shoot to being the Iron th- Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, what do people with power want? More power. Right. What do people with money want? More money. Right. So they just want to continue the trajectory right right and they think that um fucking robert right is just a pawn at that point anyway so 
too Robert gone too soon. He was such a great character in that show. Right. Well, because he's like realistic, right? Right. Everybody can relate to that guy. Right. Um, if I could do whatever I wanted, I would just spend money, have sex, get drunk all the time. Like that's that's right. A dream of many it's the American people. dream. Many people. Okay. I almost said last question, but it's not the last question. <clears throat> I'd be shocked if it was. There are a couple of statements that get repeated over and over again. One is dragons have been gone for 300 years. And another is when, when the, when so-and-so showed up with their dragons, uh, it was really bad. And they eventually put them in, they eventually put them in, uh, they eventually became the size of cats, but here's these big giant skulls in the, in the basement. So who, who, who brought the dragons? I forget who the first like dragon rider was. They, they call him like the first one who, Tame the dragons or they, rode the dragons or whatever. They make it sound like Aegon. It must have been a different Aegon. Like, well, there was Aegon like the first. Like Jon Snow is like Aegon the sixth or something like that. Right. So, who rode the dragons first in Game of Thrones? I don't think you need to write it in Game of Thrones. I think just. I think you do. Valerian. So that makes sense. I think that's what I'm. I think I'm trying to wrap my head around is a time span because we're only living in. It's pretty much real time. When a season ends, the next scene of season one is like that day. Yeah, there's there's no passing of time in Game of Thrones right. pretty much. Right. So we're essentially looking at six or seven years and they're basically discussing 20 or 30 years before with fathers and grandfathers, right? That's why I was confused and I was like, well, wait, well, who's Aegon? Because uh, remember, what's his name? Was like called him Little Egg. He's like, oh, Egg. So how far back are we? Are we, are we? That's several generations. I'm just looking at it. A ways back. Okay. Um, the uh, the the uh, reawakened uh, zombie mountain, whatever whatever he is now, right? Like, uh, I know that's that's supposed to be what's his name, but it could be anybody. It right? could be anybody, right? Like, do we actually believe that it's what's his name? Thor. Thor. Right. Whatever his name is, I'm pretty sure it was him. We have no reason not to believe it's him. Uh, like other than you could find any person that big, like any. Oh yeah, and how many how many people that big do you know, Matt? Professional wrestlers. That's true. They should have called him Tugboat. I mean, he's got these scary red eyes. It really could be anybody. That's just. It, I mean, I suppose it could be anybody, but I feel like it was him. I feel like it was too. Um, yeah, I guess that was my last question. Was like, well, because the whole the whole series of events starts with they kill. Uh, the previous hand of the king, and the next one is Robert. So it all starts for, if Robert. It just so I guess they just that was the plan all along. Like, well, if we kill him, it doesn't matter who they pick next. We're gonna kill him too. The brother and sister yep. were gonna do their thing. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I'm caught up now. Uh, by the next time week, we talk, man. By That's the time it. We talk next. It'll be over, and I will be able to answer. We'll be able to talk about a lot of things. Right. Right. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things either way. I know, but this is we're we're we're, we're screaming towards the the final episode. I, I do watch some of the inside this episode. I don't watch all of them. And the one thing they said was how you know we spent all this time like expanding this universe, expanding this universe, and now finally here in the final season, now we're finally contracting it, and like all these characters are like you know appearing in the scene, appearing in like. Like it's weird, right? Like, oh, that guy and that guy and that guy and that guy. Um, like they showed that scene where they where they finally showed her the White Walker. You know that scene, and yep. they spent like three weeks filming that because you needed to get reactions from everybody off of everybody because it's basically like all of the main characters. Yep. Yeah, that whole uh, what do they call it? Like the gathering of all the families and everything. That was. I mean, if I was Danny, I would have just had a dragon come eat everybody. Like, what are they gonna do? Right. Well, all just, of a sudden they stood up these fucking like bow and arrows be like, we're total like straight out of Lord of the Rings, right? We have this one miracle shot. We can totally kill your dragon. Right. Yep. I would say this is a thousand times better than Lord of the Rings, by the way. Okay. Lord well, of the Rings. You don't have to compare everything. Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Rings bores me to tears. Yeah. You know, it's only like the, the entire inspiration for this series, but cool. You're going to tell me the Beatles suck next, Matt. Is that what you're going to say? I'm a big Beatles fan. Okay. Lord of the Rings favorite Beatles song. Lord of the Rings is garbage. What's that? What's your favorite Beatles song? That's like asking me who my favorite. Yeah, I know. Is. I know it's a difficult thing to to ask, but like you probably got one off the top of your head. Like, what do you think? Who? I I don't like like even like I have like I've gone through periods where like 
this album is my absolute favorite. And then it changes. Like, let's say Revolver was my favorite for a really long time. And then sometimes you're kind of in a white album mood. You're like, you know what? Let's go down this hole. Let's spend fucking two hours with the Beatles. Guess I'm definitely listening to the Beatles on my run today. wonder if it's good run music. We'll see. Uh, I think they're. I think they're in. They're high pace. They're probably like 150 beats per minute. I'd imagine. I think they're in my. Uh, they're in my. When I say, "Hey Siri, play music," I think they're in there. Oh, <laughs> there up, she Siri. goes. Shut up, Siri. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think for me, it's a it's a toss up between like I got like three, like Eleanor Rigby. Okay. Huge fan of Eleanor Rigby. Okay. Yesterday, great okay. song. Okay. Um, and then all right, maybe four. She loves you. Okay. Great song as well, and then help. Feel like you have to put help up there. I think I think Ellen Rigby and Yesterday are the same album, maybe. Maybe. Let's look that up, Josh. Uh, Somebody's screaming at us right now. Like, of course they're the same one. Well, I used to be like, dude. I used to be like Mr. Fucking Beatles. I knew everything forwards and backwards, but I've gotten so old. Uh, the Beatles. Revolver is Ellen Rigby, but well, I don't. I don't well, think Help is on Revolver. Well, the single. Uh, it's from the album Help. Oh shit! Hard Day's Night too. That's a great one. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't really. Like you can't. Yeah. Just, every time you see one, you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that one." Right. Like, like the Beatles. Like, it used to be like, like if a if a radio station is like the 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 what do you call it station the um the classic least. rock station is like okay now we're gonna play a deep cut by so and so and it's like when the Beatles when they do that it's like that's not a deep cut that's just another great Beatles song. <laughs> right. <laughs> Josh. Yes, sir. Welcome back. And we're welcome back. back to the welcome back. Josh. For those that don't know, for them it was an instant. For us, it seemed like a lifetime. I want to say, Josh, that I don't like to do this, Josh. I don't really like to do this on the air. But I'm going to say that the 10 minutes that just transpired was fucking hilarious. And uh, you missed it. You're never going to know what it is. You're going to come up to me in a race. Come on, tell me what it was. I'm not going to tell you. It's just Nobody's going to do that. It's just, oh, oh they will, Josh. You must, you, you're still new to the podcast game. You underestimate the audience, my friend. They will. I'll get at least one text. I guarantee I'll get the over under is 0.5 of how many texts I get that say, what were you and Josh talking about? Three. We were making fun of somebody. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. Oh. Now you're baiting them. Oh, okay. That's it. My, my offer's off the table. Okay. Sorry. Okay, Josh. Tell me what we're looking at. So we're looking at uh, – <laughs> thanks, Toby. We're looking at the 2021 Spartan U.S. Championships and annual race series uh, bid – offering deck thing yeah it's like uh it's uh there's a word for this you have one too for obstacle racing media what the hell is it called well you like a marketing packet <laughs> right there's there's a there's a, a term love, for this i, I love forget the, what it is well ours is called the media kit right here's yes, our, the media kit that's here, the, that's what i was looking here's at. our numbers here's our audience you know this is what it costs right i put yep. i have little pictures of my kids eating cereal not really um uh, um but this, but this is the other way around. This is the you're gonna bid on us. So this is our like RFP. I guess is that what it would be called? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, like here's here's our you know here's what we can do. Come get us. This is really what this is. Right, and we will release the link. I'm not gonna say it right now. I'm gonna make you work for it. It's gonna either be in the show notes or I'll forget and somebody will tell me to put it in the show notes. Um, I I actually think I might have seen a version of this in the past somewhere. Right. So, so this is in fact an RFP, a request for proposal. Status open for bids through December first, twenty twenty, and then it says click here to view. Oh, that's that's weird. Click here to view the RFP. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay. So oh yeah, this, I went what, right into the the this, RFP. This is what you're looking at, right? And so, Correct. Um, the first thing we're looking at, first of all, uh, they need to update the photos, right? These are some older no. photos. No, these are these are quality photos. Right, but you've got Amelia, right? Not right. not a Spartan racer in the last couple of years. No offense, Amelia, but not a Spartan racer. You've got the bear, also not a Spartan racer. So uh, you got a, a grizzly looking Ryan Kent over on the right there. That is not an accurate depiction of what Ryan Kent is today. And then is that Kevin Donahue in the bottom? Oh, of course, Ke- Kevin and uh, Kevin and uh, what's her name? Bracken, you made it, buddy. Oh, you can even tell. Look, what is that? What year does that medal say, Josh? <laughs> Twenty sixteen. Okay, so that's when these photos were taken. That looks like Tahoe 2016. Um, so um, anyway, wh- what what are we looking at, Josh? Tell people what we're looking at, and then we're going to talk about the key dates. So essentially, this this request for – what is it, proposal? Yeah. Uh, this is Spartan Race taking bids on their 2021 season. They're essentially trying to attract suitors for new locations where they can host their events in 2021. 
So if this were and, game, if this were Game of Thrones, Spartan is like the princess, right? And they're like, correct. and they're like welcoming, like I'm the sea prince. You should be with me because I can offer you a thousand ships. Yeah. And House other- Tully is standing up in front of them saying, we've got a great location. It's right on the water. You're like, but House Tully sucks. But <laughs> check out this beachfront accent. <laughs> right? that's, that's what this is. So Listen, like, like South Myrtle Beach is going to come to Spartan and be like, ah, come on. I'm sorry. Were you at the Alabama venue? That is not much of a <laughs> jump between South Myrtle Beach and whatever fuck town in Alabama we were in. Were you at that venue? I feel like you were. I was I was not at Alabama. Oh, Alabama was the was the uh we have Josh, you ready? We have bad signal. So we that, can't That was the the birth of it. We can't televise. Um didn't they encourage people to not be streaming from the venue in order to help their own signal? Um I feel like they did. Right. Okay. So it is then uh, – OK. So just give the important – basically, it's people saying like, hey, you want to host one of these cities instead of the old days where, we, where the races would beg, like, please let us be on your farm. Now it's like, hey, we're a real event. These are the amount of people we get from out of town. This is the amount of hotels they usually rent. This is the economic impact we're going to bring to your right. city, uh, You know, sponsor availability, blah, 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 blah. So cities are bidding on to be either um, uh, USNS – or the championship? Yeah, they have their choice. So they, they go through a bunch of things, right? They go through this overview. They talk demographics, all that garbage. Uh, but let's let's jump to – let's jump first to requirements because this one is interesting to me. Okay. okay. So in order for uh, – By the way, this, was this, this document was in fact worth the wait, wasn't it, Josh? When I told you I oh, had something course. good. Okay. Of course. I like to – you know. Uh, so there's a, there's a certain amount of requirements for your – area, your venue, your city to host a Spartan race, right? And what are those requirements? Well, one must be within 40 miles of a metropolitan area. Makes sense. If 80% of people are flying in, we don't want to drive out to, to buttfuck Indiana, right? Uh, terrain must have multiple changes in elevation. I guess Barry didn't get the notice on that one. Uh, they have acreage requirements nor, up to 800 acres. Nor did required. Jacksonville. True. For the beast. Uh, they would like a use of a waterway to be incorporated. They would like 20 acres of flat land for festivals, tents, restrooms, and spectators, 3,000 available parking spaces, or 10 to 20 acres of flat land that can be utilized for parking, can be located off-site, they say, and then venue reservation for a minimum of eight to 10 days for on-build race and breakdown. Uh, financial considerations. So this is, this is a little, this is what happens when you park the curtain in business. Now, in order for people to see if a venue is worth it, you got to go out and look, Right. Right. So a minimum bid fee guarantee of each race series is detailed on the respective information page. But this amount can include in-kind services, which means the venue is sort of giving this to Spartan for the chance to have Spartan come out there. Right. So here's some of those qualifying in-kind expenses. They want complimentary staff room nights. Sure. Staff meals. Sure. Shuttle service. Okay. Venue fee. Not sure what that means. Any operational expense that Spartan would otherwise incur, that's a pretty broad statement right there. They want local sponsorship facilitation and local media support. So they, you know, it, we're going to bring you all of these these customers to your area. Here's what we want in return. Uh, one of the most important considerations in this selection process is the site visit. So while on a site visit, a Spartan representative, A, should be booked in a standard room with double occupancy. Spare no expense. We'll travel economy class for any necessarily airline travel and will not accept gifts totaling more than $50 in value. That's an ethics thing. Everybody signs up. Well, and, so. and, and to put it in, in context, when a, when a convention is looking to be at a city, when a large sporting event is going to be in a city, like these are the things they do. Like, hey, yep. we're putting this out. We're going to come to your town. You know, most of these are stand- – and I'm guessing it's all – everything's a little flexible, right? Like, hey, we can't give you this, yep. but we'll give you this. I think venue fee is just like if you came to Stone Mountain, Georgia, and there's $10 to get into the park, we're going to, you know, cover that. Yeah, I think that's we'll all take that. care of it. I think that's all that meant. But that's not that's not just for the right to bid. That's that's if they get it, all those things that you first listed? Yeah, so let's let's get to the, the the nuts and bolts, the meat and potatoes. So they list out the race schedule, and primarily this this bid offering is for U.S. National Series races and championships. Correct. I'm sure it goes to everybody and every local tourism council and all that stuff. Um, so they list out the race schedule for 2021. Race one, 
U.S. Championship Series. All right, hold on. May. Cool. May. You didn't. You really didn't. May. I wanted to build that one up a little bit more. Okay. Let's do it again. May 2021. Josh, U.S. Championship Series Race One. Is it in February? No. It's is it in May? Try this again. Josh, is it in February? No, Matt. It's not in February. Is it in March? It's not in March. Certainly, it's by April. Matt, would you believe me if I told you it was not in April? May 2021. Get out of here. Shut the front door. May 2021. You see how much better so, that one was, by the way? Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. It, was a little, it was a little uh little little slap choppy there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go to 2021 and I'm gonna go to May. By the way, I still maintain that the best thing that's ever come out of the Discord, bit.ly forward slash OCR chat, is uh, slide developing the Spartan map because I cannot use Spartan's website at all, but this map that he designed is the greatest thing. Okay. All right. So that leaves us with, these are the May events, right? And it, this is probably flexible. So it might not be. So in May, 2021, you have the Boston super. Okay. I like that. Cause it's local for, for them, right? That's a good possibility. You have city field, but we're not going to count that. Nope. You have Austin. Austin would be a huge win, I think. Right. Austin Super and Sprint. Yep. You've got SoCal, California. These are all good venues. These are all could be great. Huge, huge markets. And you've got Montana. Now, -hmm. Montana was supposed to be 2021, but if they're already bidding out the opportunity for events, there's no – Montana might be out. Probably is out, to be honest. So you've really got four choices. Hang on. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. We've got some cut and paste problems, Josh. (laughs) Okay. Section 7, U.S. Championship, the first sentence, televised nationally on NBC Sports since 2013. Makes it sound like that's still happening. It's not. The Spartan Race U.S. Championship Series is on track to reach over 4.5 million viewers in 2019. We are already in 2021. So this is clearly a doc that gets updated every year. We, we forgot to take out the sentence that says NBC or other properties, right? Like ESPN or Facebook Live, wherever else. And it needs to say... Um, now, actually, get rid of that line altogether because there's no racing in 2020. So, anyway, right. cut, cut and paste problems for whoever's working on this dock. Also, they put a period after U.S. on race one in the championship series and not on the others. Uh, so, that, anyway, I'll let that go, Josh. That's that's a I'll fun. let that one go. That's, that's a typo. That's, that's a typo, that's, not a not an that's, error. That's picking nits right there. So you got four choices for the first. All right, so Matt, let's play. Let's play it out. Four choices. You got Boston, which is probably going to be at um, this 508 International venue. It's like a dirt bike course. Boston, Austin, SoCal, or Montana. Where is your first Which U.S. National Which Series race in 2021? Uh, let me see. Like SoCal, SoCal. Well, I click it and it doesn't actually go to anything because they took it off the, the race thing. Let's say, it's like, let's say we're too scared that California is still not open. So that leaves us the other three, right? Okay. And by the way, the reason it says May is for that reason, right? Like it probably used to say March or February, but because of Correct. COVID, they're like, let's not fuck around. Let's just go ahead and say. But every time we've done that, we've been wrong, by the way. Every time we've said, well, by sure, by now, we'll be back to normal. <laughs> Here we are in October. Here we are in October. We, By the way, do you realize, Josh, this is why you have to listen to the whole show. I don't know if you're aware of this, Josh, but we just lost a season of our lives. Like summer happened. I don't really remember it happening. I don't really like remembering enjoying my summer. Like. It just – I know it happened, and now we're in the fall. Well, I'm in the opposite. Uh, I'm very aware that it happened, and honestly, I took the time to do a shitload of stuff that we never would have done be- if we were traveling a lot. So now I, I can say that because it's easier for me to come and go than you. I do remember uh, it being hot. That I remember. It was very hot, but I'm saying – It was that, it was warm for some time. Yes. Listen, we, we all feel that way. We all feel like, like as soon as end of August comes and fucking Walmart puts up the Halloween shit, we're like, oh, no. Right? As soon as the pumpkin spice goes on sale, we're like, how did this happen? And then as soon as Halloween's <laughs> over, we're starting to hear Christmas music and we go, no fucking way. Like that happens every year. I don't know why you're laughing. Can that so be hard. the title of the show? Once the pumpkin spice hits, <laughs> we're like, how did this happen? Right. Like that always happens. Like so my family and I, family corner, my family and I go to the same it's we, we do not have a lot of tradition in the in the uh in the Matt and Stacy house, right? Even though we've been together this long, there aren't a lot of things that we absolutely do every year. For some reason, we decided a long time ago that we were gonna go to this pumpkin patch place every year. After we went the first time, the next year like, let's go to that one again. Um We've got inside jokes that come up when we go there. We take a nice picture that usually becomes my Facebook you know, profile picture for a while. Or not the profile, but the wide one. We love this place. You we do love- some apple picking? No, it's it's pretty cheap. 
like it's not even that nice, but it's become the thing that we do. It's about a 40 minute drive. There's a jumpy thing. Then you go on the, then you go on this hayride. Uh, Is the jumpy thing that weird thing on the ground? Yes. That weird jumpy thing. What is that? There's some other jumpy things for the smaller kids that River's probably finally too old to do. Then you pick the pumpkins. Um, they used to have a fucking air gun where you shoot the pumpkins. That hasn't been there the last couple of years. Um, it's not a lot. Oh, there's a you t- you, get, you take the little train through the woods. There's a pet. There's a you know pet petting thing. Is there a corn maze? Uh, no, but they have like a chintzy maze. That's what I'm saying. It's all very chintzy. This yeah. is not like a massive apple picking corn maze. This is like a chintzy one, but it's ours. And we love it. Anyway, it's canceled this year. So as you think it would be, right? So we're bummed. Now we've Googled and there is one that is open and we'll go to it, but it won't be the same. And then next year, absolutely going back to the one that we love. But it's that's it's a bummer. That's like that's like a pain, a COVID pain point for me, Josh. We can't go to our yeah. shitty little thing that we go to every year. Yeah, and we've had a few of those moments where you're just like, ah, like you're just having a conversation and something kind of comes right. up. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, we'll never get to go to Bob's again. Like, damn. So, <laughs> uh, were any yeah. of your friends? Were any of your friends getting married or supposed to get married? You're still young enough that that could happen, right? I'm gonna be at a wedding next week. Uh, my cousin. Okay. My cousin Megan is getting married. It was okay. supposed to be in July. Got delayed. Okay. I got. I got invited to the wedding. I got uninvited to the wedding because it's Massachusetts. And then I got reinvited. Special exemption. So um, you're not you're not in the wedding party. I'm not in the wedding party. No. Because really, if uh, you're not in the wedding party, you know, do you really even have to go? Well, yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I'm talking to the public out there, John. It's like, this is it's a hypothetical question. Public, do you really have to go? Oh. Oh. Speaking of weddings. Matt. What? We neglected to mention the first wedding in Discord history. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Bethany Shimmer. Beth married. What's her name now? I don't know. Mrs. <laughs> Bethany Shimmer. <laughs> Congratulations, we're, Bethany. We're in progressive times. She's not she's not changing her name. We don't do that anymore. Right. right. Fuck that shit. What kind of fucking, what kind of what kind of fucking old Targaryen bullshit is that? I know. That's some that's some classic Targaryen bullshit. She did get to Congratulations. Pick, she did, she did get to pick her own. Like she, we didn't force it upon her, right? She wasn't like Sansa. She wasn't like she wasn't like Sansa just being passed around the different men of the kingdoms. No, I believe we assigned her a husband. <laughs> I believe as a as a council we all decided that it was time for her to marry. Congratulations, Bethany. Congrats. So we haven't had any children born in uh yet, have we? There's yes, no, we have. There's no, there has? There's yeah, been Discord. Ricky babies? had a baby. Ricky had a baby. What? I know you hate Ricky, but he I had a baby. I don't hate Ricky. I miss I miss Ricky. I miss his recaps. We all miss the recaps. Yeah, really. He was like fired up for two weeks on the recaps, and then that was it. What are you talking about? We had like a month or two of those. Uh, okay, we had like two weeks of quality recaps. Okay, so you're going to the cousin's Maddie, cousin Megan. Yep. Good old Meg. I have to go by myself because Molly can't make it. It's a 2 p.m. wedding because they had to cram all these weddings in in October when they didn't have time. So, what is she doing? What is Molly doing? Yeah. Working. Working. At 2 p.m. on a Saturday? No, it's on a Thursday. I, I neglected to mention that it was on a Thursday. This is like when all but those yeah. people died on 9-11 and they just like, you can't, you can't really pick your day. It's like, all right, well, I guess, I guess our funeral's on Wednesday. Remember that, Josh? Josh is making a horrified face, audio listeners. Well, yeah. Went from a beautiful wedding to fucking Debbie Downer over here. Sorry. Wah, wah. But you remember when that happened? Nine eleven, yeah, I, I kind of remember it. But remember that company that lost like its entire. So it's like, all right, what funeral are we going to now? Well, there's a, we got a noon for Debbie, we got a five p.m. for Mary. This is horrible. Man, I can't believe remember, I'm saying. Me, remember Chewbacca. <laughs> hey Josh, remember, yep. remember when you were in the Beatles? That, that was that, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> okay, Josh. That was stupid, stupid. Oh, <laughs> Some people get there, get that. Others are like, what are these two babbling about? It's fine. We've had we've had a few good ones like that. We've had a few. Uh, All right, let's let's loop it back. Okay. All right. Ra- so May, what are you taking? Boston, Austin, or Montana? We should have a. We should make this a contest. Because um, they I'll have do a contest in the Discord again for it. Because Montana has been the site of an NBC race before. Correct. On the hills of Montana, no, on the plains of Montana. Uh, Amelia Boone and Rose Wetzel. <laughs> Toby just kicked a bag and he freaked. Wait a minute, Josh. Did Sorry, you, buddy. Did, you did you fix those blinds? It looks like you fixed them. I actually moved <laughs> moved the blind to a different blind. 
I just took the broken blind. Can we? Can we? Can we? And I moved it over somewhere else. Okay. Can we do some? I, I want to ask you a question. And if you're not yeah. comfortable speaking about this online, you can say take it offline. Although I have gotten many, many uh, requests about something we did, we did talk about that you're like, oh, we can't talk about that online. I did get a few texts about that. Josh. Yeah. You and your girlfriend? Is that what you call her? Yeah. I mean, I think we're past that. But Even though you're 40-something years old. I am 40 with a girlfriend. What do you call that person? I don't know. Your I mem- significant other? I don't know. Is that more? I don't know. Wherever you're going with this thing, wherever you're going with this thing, um, will you be a homeowner in 2021? Is that is that on your in your plans? That isn't the plan. Because then you, I don't know if twenty, I don't know if it'll be twenty twenty one. Because then you don't have to worry about this fucking blind anymore. That's kind of what I was getting at. Sure, I do. You think I'm going to go out and just buy blinds just because I have a house? No, I'm house poor. No, I don't. I can't afford blinds. So I'll but, just put but a I'm towel saying, up. We won't have to deal with this particular blind, though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you won't have to deal with this particular. That's blind. what I'm saying. These so you guys, blinds. if you guys Correct. move into home ownership, right? One of one of my. What's the thing they they do when you buy a house? Like, all right, give us your list of um, what are the things. Like your your must haves right, is a word. Right. Give us give us the list of things. Dedicated office space has to be number one. Got to be right. I mean, maybe not number one, but like high. Right. Yeah, probably number one. Right. We need a fucking dedicated space. Right. Um. But yeah. Now, will she also get one, or you'll share one? No, we'll share one because presumably she probably won't need a work at home office space. But you never know. We could have another. We could have another pandemic, though. We could. Somebody could could eat a fucking pangolin, and we could have another thing. Would you move to a different state? Well, I already did by moving to New Hampshire. I think I think we're happy in New Hampshire. Okay. I want to be close to the mountains, close to the trails we run at, close to our gym, closer to Molly's school. It's like a 40-minute commute for her now. So would you move um, to Guilford? No. Would you move to no. Tewksbury? <laughs> Tewksbury? No, I would not move to Tewksbury. It's Tewksbury. It's, it is Tewksbury. But it's T-E-W, so it's Tewksbury. Right. Tuxbury. Would you move to Stratton upon Guilford? <laughs> move to Stratton or Guilford. What towns look good in New Hampshire right now? Nashua. We're just going to stay close by. Right what? on Route 3 so you can zip right up. Sure, fucking mountains. Route 3, sure. Yeah, Would just you? fucking zip right up. Come by Manchester. You, you go through Conkin. You're right there in the mountains. Will you offer pizza and beer for those that help you move? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, I'll put an open call out to anybody. Actually, shit, I should have started this way. Yeah, we'll save it. We got a few more weeks. I'm going to put an open call out to Nashua or New Hampshire residents, but in a few weeks. Okay. Do we have a lot of Nashua listeners or New Hampshire listeners? I don't know. I don't if, know. I, if I pull up the media kit, I don't think New Hampshire's in the top states. Your demographics? I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch. By the way, if you are, shout out. Shout out New Hampshire. I don't know why I started going down that track. Let's talk about Spartan. Okay. I think it's not California. I think it's more likely one of the other three. So and Boston, and, and Austin, or Montana. One, and to pick one, I'm going to say Texas, just to be just to be fun. Yeah, I think Austin would be. I mean, the city's amazing. I think in terms of venue, like destination venue, Austin's a great city, easy to get to. Um, the airport's a little expensive a lot of times, but Austin would be a good. It's a little flat, but there's some there's some great terrain there that I think could make Austin a good time. Uh, races two through four. I know it took us about 40 minutes to get to this one. Races two through four, June to August. June, July, August. Three races, three months. Right. Um, sorry, I'm just opening June to August. So that opens a lot more, right? In there, you've got Palmerton, throwback, right? NBC home, Palmerton. You got uh, Tri-State New York, which was formerly, what the hell was the name of that stupid venue? Tri-State? No. Tri-Tips? The, the, run, the Renaissance Fair. Why can't I think of this? Waverly? Not Waverly, whatever. It'll come to me after the show. You got Ohio in there. P-town. You got West Virginia, not P Town. You got Fayetteville, Asheville, right? Tons of throwback. You got Colorado. You got another California. And you got the Portland Sprint. Definitely not the Portland Sprint. Unless I don't know. Portland I might, comes, I might be Portland, out there for the Portland Sprint. Unless Portland comes out with a ton of money. <laughs> Portland's not going to do anything. They, they got to figure a lot of other shit out before they start inviting people from all over the country. Correct. So you got to cram a few in there, and you know I think they stick with West Virginia because everybody seems to love that venue. Uh, do they grab an Asheville or Fayetteville for one of them? Probably. Those are in June and July, and then do they rely on Parmerton? I don't know. You're kind of cramming a lot into the East Coast there, right? And then race five, the championship, September. So to me, that says Killington, 
right? But 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 what about the relationships they already have? Tahoe was supposed to be in a championship this year. Don't they want to try to do it there again? Yeah, but maybe Tahoe's moving on, right? I haven't I haven't searched through Tahoe's meeting notes very recently. The venue <laughs> formal, the venue formerly known as Squaw Valley. Correct. Yeah, it's no longer Squaw Valley, or at least it is now, and they're moving away from that name. Um, so yeah, we can see a whole shakeup in the the U.S. The series. national and, series. Calendar. And the truth is, none of this is like in stone. This is all like their plan. Right? Yeah, they're just they're putting out feelers, as they say. Right. The destinations with the twelve highest bids will be automatic will automatically be selected as finalists. No more than forty percent of the bid fee can account for any kind of items. Blah 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 blah. So one thing I just want to bring up. Spartan's contribution to destination marketing efforts. So this is how much money Spartan is going to put into marketing. On average, Spartan will spend 75000 to 200000 per event, they say, 250000 per U.S. Championship Series race, and 350000 for World Championship marketing efforts. So lots of, uh, lots of impact. Yeah, and then they go on to list, like, you know, how many people will spend, how long they'll stay, Average local impact is 2.8 million, almost 2.9 million. Um, yeah. And then um, Spartan Race itself will spend 225K on venue fees, volunteer meals, uh, employing local contractors. Um, but again, the update of the form needs to happen because they are continuing to talk about the NBC SN show, which hasn't aired since 2017. I mean, it's, it's been a while since it's been on NBC Sports, right? Right. Um, so they're so, putting yeah, out so the feelers. So this is so this is published. I'm not going to say where. I'll say it. Sports Travel Magazine is where it's published. Um, on average, 81 percent of the races are traveling from outside of the market. 31 percent are visiting for the first time, and 86 percent plan on returning next year. Um, that sounds a little high. 86 percent plan on returning next year. Like, if you did a survey, will you come back next year? And everybody says yes. That doesn't mean they do. But they plan on it. Um. I think also this sounds high. I don't know if somebody wants to debate me, but outside of the market is is how many miles, right? Because if you do the Georgia Spartan, yes, there'll be a lot of people that travel from outside the market. The entire pro yeah. wave. A lot tuxedo. Of, a lot of the age group. Tuxedo. A lot of the tuxedo. age group waves, right? But then there certainly is a shitload of local people that run in the afternoon that this is their one or second race of the year. So do you believe this... 81% outside the market is the market like within five miles of the venue. I would probably say 20, 30, well, I'd, I'd push it up to like 40 miles. I bet. All right. Without looking, without looking. Don't, okay. So don't it's look. close now anyway. So I'm not looking. Um, okay. It says 80% of the racers travel 50 plus miles. That's, but yeah. that's, but that's, that's local. That's 50. But, but also they're looking for venues that are sort of remote anyway. So that kind of comes with. Okay. Okay. Ready? Uh, what percentage of the races are married? 38, 50, 50. What percent are college educated? God, probably 85%. 88. What is the average age of the attendee? 33. Josh, it's almost like you read this thing. 33 and a half. What percent are male? 60. You're nailing it. You're crushing this thing. Full-time employed. If you get this one, I'm going to think you're cheating. I'm honest. I'm honestly not cheating. It's not open. I would have to say like eighty percent. Eighty-three percent. All right. The national average is forty-eight. Is that right? Only forty-eight percent of people are employed full-time. Full-time employed. That's yeah, not true. That's, that's our political podcast on Tuesdays. Josh, if only forty-eight percent of the people are employed, I mean, are they not counting contractors? I mean, come on, dude. Most people. That means that that would mean that there is a fifty-two percent unemployment rate if 40, only forty-eight percent. I mean, that that doesn't sound right. No, it's a fifty-two percent partial employment rate, which is. True. Josh, what's the median household income? Ninety-three grand. Jo- Josh, you're amazing at this game. Ninety-six k, and you didn't. Numbers you, are my thing. I uh, did look over the demographic page, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Okay, well, that's very impressive. Um, also, sounds high. No, I mean, think about it, Matt. Right? We, you know, what they don't list on the demographics there? What do they not list, Matt? Volunteers. Nope. Think color of our skin. They don't list any of the racial demographics. Mm, good Who point. participates, right? Right. Because we know it's a – we've talked about it before. It's a very whitewashed sport per se. Right. Um, they don't list any of that. I know lots of think, poor white people, Josh. Well, yeah, of course. Or who make, less than, time, who make less than 100K. Like think about the people that are traveling for these races, right? These are not people 
working at a Best Buy on minimum wage, traveling all over the country to run Spartan races, right? You generally, just, I bet you just described a bunch of listeners. Well, of course, I if I throw one dart at a dartboard, I'm going to hit something one way or another, right? <laughs> so I'm not taking a shot at them, but I'm just saying that somebody who does work at a retail place is not the person traveling 50 plus miles multiple times throughout the year, but somebody with dual income household makes 95 grand a year. That's the person that has think, expendable I income. I think I keep forgetting that a lot of people have two out two incomes. I keep forgetting that because I've right. been in a situation where I have been the income for a long time. So I think I forget that part. So yeah, if you then you're definitely making that. If you've got two incomes, you're 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 good. You're in good shape. Um, so it's a it's a pretty fascinating doc. It gave us some information. Um, and again, this is a public thing. It's sports. Travel. So how up to date do you think these? national series races even are. So now I'm questioning whether or not that's up to date. Well, I feel like it says, um, I feel like it says, what does the first thing say? Like you've got to have it in by December, 2020. Yeah. So maybe they just updated those dates. Yeah. I mean, it says the 2021 RFP. So they probably delivered this. They probably made it in June or July. I don't know. I mean, the, the question we've asked is why you, why you, why can't you be a year ahead? Why can't you be two years ahead? Like get on this now, obviously COVID fucked everything up, but, um, but yeah, like get ahead of it. Do, do, do like two years in advance and then you're, you're, you're caught up. Yeah. Um, well, Josh, I have a, uh, I have a very exciting podcast coming up next, um, that I'm about to start with one Dr. L and one Stacy Davis. So it's going to be a good one. That is going to be and even though Are you emotionally prepared for that. <laughs> and even though it's not about my wife. It's about, it's not about Stacy and I, so maybe right. I, maybe I said that wrong. Um, and even though I'm married to this person, we're in different locations because I'm back at the married Dr. L I married Dr. L I'm now a bigamist or a polygamist. Bigamist. <laughs> Is that even a thing? Yeah. Google it. Bigamist. Oh yeah. Someone who marries while already legally married to someone else. Boom. Mic drop. Oh, but that marriage is not valid if one spouse is a bigamist. Oh, I did not know bigamy was a thing. I knew polygamy was a thing. Josh, it's great to be on this show. I learned so much. This ended up being an amazing episode. It really did. I enjoyed talking as to you. As long as you make it past the 30 minutes of Game of Thrones chat. Correct. I'm going to say goodbye now, Josh. Good speaking to you. Take care, my friend. Always good talking to you. Good luck this weekend. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.